And we're live, folks. Welcome in. How's it going? Talking Nets. Give me one second. I'll cue us up and play the intro music. I think I need some more light in here. Do we have another new intro? I heard. Uh yeah, I cooked up. Uh, I cooked up a little bit. Is it gloomy and depressing? I, I feel like I feel like it's yeah, not gloomy uh, and depressing. <laughs> well, I just had them switch the. I took a uh, shout out to Greaves if Greaves catches this. By the time he sees this, I took Greaves' beat that he made for us, and I had them put different words over it. And uh, yeah, so you'll hear that in a second. Um, let me turn my lights on. Not green. Make these lights white. Yes, Don't Jared, you should be concerned about the Nets. Yeah, if you're a Nets fan. You should be very concerned. Okay, here we go. Concern feels tame. It maybe feels a little bit like an understatement. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. There's nothing great some, about some, it. Some some gallows humor for Nets fans. All right, folks, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing that Brooklyn, Nets, Brooklyn talk. Nets talk right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Hosted by Keith McPherson, Robin Lundberg, and Hudson Flynn. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Talking Nets, episode 167. Keith McPherson joined by Robin Lundberg and Hudson Flynn on this Monday. Happy Halloween. Your Brooklyn Nets will play in Brooklyn tonight against the Indiana Pacers, who they faced Saturday again. And uh, yeah, man, I'm not going to bury the lead. Uh, I'll intro you guys and let you guys say hello, but obviously we're here to talk about Kyrie. We told you the last um, on the last episode that the next episode would be after a couple games, but uh, this is something that we've talked about in our group chat. This is something that everyone has talked about in the NBA, in the Nets world, and now we have to speak on it. I'll welcome in Robin Lundberg. What's up, Robin? How you doing? Uh, different kind of scary hours, right? That's what we're we're dealing with. Apropos for for Halloween, I'll save my my thoughts on Kyrie and the whole situation, but I'll I'll just open by saying I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. Hudson, yeah, not good, Keith. Uh, not good. Um, someone asked in the chat if we if they should be concerned about the Nets. Um, probably a little more than that. Probably probably a little more than that uh, at this point. But yeah, I'll, I'll save my thoughts. Uh, yeah, so, you know, a, a little conversation I had with Hudson about Hudson not doing an episode of Talking Nets last year, I kind of alluded to the fact that he dodged a lot of stuff because I spent plenty of time in this room talking about things that were not basketball related. I spent plenty of time hosting these shows, having to defend or deflect or rationalize a lot of things that didn't come from me, didn't come from from my brain. Don't come from how I think. And, uh, you know, I'll start off by saying this. With, with Kyrie and the uh, recent stuff that has now um, come to light over the last couple days from the time that he posted his, uh, you know, you know, Kyrie is uh, – uh, by the time he posted this, this is what it, where it all stemmed, stemmed from, right? Boom. Hebrew, Hebrews to Negroes wake up black America – if you look on the screen, yo, that's $11.99 that I do not have. And uh, if you look, it's a three-hour and 28-minute 
movie that I also do not have time for. Kyrie posted a link to this. He didn't write anything about why he posted a link to this. He didn't explain. He still hasn't explained anything about it. But this is what caused all of the uh, stir, the commotion, the just negative attention on a net season where they're one and five and their their play is already negative enough. So you you know how this goes, Nets fans, right? This soap opera, this 7-Eleven, KD, Kyrie era. And I, and I hate to put it on KD as well because KD doesn't bring in any outside drama. KD might have been injured. We might have had to wait for him to play. But for the most part, he he – he plays basketball and he doesn't bring in any of this extra stuff. So as we continue, right, you, you got it. Hebrews to Negroes, wake up black America. Uh, I, I'm basically letting you guys know that I did not watch the movie. I do not have $11.99 to rent any movies. And I damn sure don't have three hours and 28 minutes to watch a movie. Robin or Hudson, I didn't ask you guys. Did you guys actually watch this? Uh, I can jump. Sorry, yeah, go can, ahead, Hudson. Yeah. Uh, I can jump in. Um, so I, 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 I'm not going to spend twelve dollars that are going to is going to go to this company or whoever the the um, Ron Johnson guy that that made it and the, wrote the books and everything. Um, I watched they, they, that his account has some YouTube videos that share snippets and clips from it. I watched those. Uh, the glue guys actually watched, or what, I forget which one of them. Uh, Mike Dobley. Mike, I think uh, we were <laughs> I we were DM we were, we were DMing back and forth on on Twitter a little bit, uh, and he watched it. But um, but yeah, I, I'll save I'll save my thoughts until we jump into it in full. But yeah, I, I did I did look over some of the material. Well, I, I saw um, Pablo Torre uh, posted a screenshot today. Mike Vaccaro from from the New York Post wrote a column about Kyrie, and he did a good job you know, uh, explicitly showing some of what's in here because the initial outrage is about a link, right? Without context, as you mentioned, Keith. And then you're, you're wondering, okay, it, it, I think it was Rolling Stone that had the, the commentary yeah. that Ro- said- Rolling, Rolling Stone did a profile on it four years ago, right when it first came out, because it, it, it did make waves. I mean, it, it impacted, or at least some say it impacted uh, Kendrick Lamar's like damn album as well. Like it had mm. a wider impact than just this a while ago. Well, what did uh, Kendrick Lamar say? I got COVID and I, and I started to question Kyrie. So no, nah, but <laughs> you, he you, said you, it on the last album, yeah. but on the damn album, he was already kind of talking like this from something that I read on Twitter. You know, he was on this back when the movie dropped. But go ahead, I don't know. Well, you know, again, there there's some complexities to the reaction from certain groups, and and, and we could delve into that if we want to get into the nuance. But when you you just talk about the, the issue at hand, the issue at hand here is a self-created, self-destructive job by Kyrie Irving. That's sure. that's that's all it is. Let's, it's self-destruction. Let's just go back to this, right? Um, Kyrie, you're a basketball player. I know you think of yourself as greater than that, but the season is underway. So anything that you're posting, you are promoting during the season. NBA fans are paying attention. Nets fans are paying attention. Um, and I saw this that I wanted to bring in because I'm not defending either side, but it, it makes an interesting point. And since we are going to talk about everything, we might as well put it out there. He says, uh, this is Tariq Nasheed. He says, if there is an alleged anti-Semitic, no one can seem to specify what's anti-Semitic about it, but they have. Film on white-owned Amazon, but people don't criticize the white owners of Amazon. Instead, they criticize a black athlete, Kyrie Irving, who posted a link to Amazon. 
is that racist? Now, listen, this whole thing. The dumbest I, I, thing I've ever read. I, I said, but like this is what, you know, when Kyrie says he has an army around him, um, when Kyrie says people, uh, you know, there are people that support him in this. There are people trying to create a counter argument. I don't stand by the counter argument, but I understand where they're coming from. Right. This is being sold for eleven ninety nine on Amazon. Kyrie claims he's not promoting it, but he did. He put the link out to it. Um, it's harmful. Nothing good comes from it. And here we are talking about it on a Brooklyn Nets podcast. Um, there's not much to explain the other side. So after that was put out, and go ahead, Robin. Go ahead. Well, Robin. I, I, we can get to the comments section later, right? Like, and, and I had a back and forth with people, and, I, and I'm willing to have good faith back and forth with people. But once it's revealed what's actually in here, the the fake Hitler quote, quote that's in here, you yeah, know, some of the other that. hateful stuff that is said about Jewish people that's in here. Kyrie had a chance to put the fire out, right? Like he had a chance after the game when he sat up there to say something along the lines of uh, anti-Semitism wasn't the message I got from the, the film. However, I understand where people are coming from and being hurt. I don't want to promote that at all. I denounce that fully. I'm going to delete the tweet and I apologize. Instead, he doubled down on it, says the thing about he has an army behind him, and, and just it's almost like he has a persistent need to garner up attention and, and stir things up at, at various points because things were going well for him. And if it's not going to be this, it's going to be something else. He's proven that at this point. So when you go out there and you, and you try to defend Kyrie – on specific individual things, you are neglecting the entire bag, right? I guess double entendre meant because he, he's got the, the bag when it comes to basketball. But it's always something with Kyrie. And this is not going to go away no. without Kyrie rebuking it. It's not going to go away. And it might cause him to be out of the NBA sooner rather than later because the, the heat is going to pick up on the nets. You know, Joe Sy already said what he said. People are going to keep going, why aren't you addressing this? Kyrie's going to have to speak about it again. Reporters are going to challenge him again. Going to get until, asked about it tonight. Yeah, of course. And until he rebukes and uh, denounces it and, 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 you know, stands on those beliefs or articulates what his beliefs actually are, because for such a free thinker, he doesn't seem to be able to explain his thinking. And when he's challenged on it, reacts in uh, a petulant nature. That's the, the the problem. It would have he made it he made it ten times worse yeah. with his reaction yeah. to it. He, he made it ten times yeah. worse. And if the Nets are done with him after not giving him a contract, and this is still hovering around him, who's going to touch the guy? No one's going to touch the guy. Yeah. Uh, hold on. No, we'll we'll get we'll get there. I have yeah, a lot think... more for people that I feel like you know are watching and might not have the full context or didn't look into it. Here is the. Um, this is what the glue guys posted. This is what Pablo Torre posted. It says, America has God's jewelry. The Americans have the jewels of God. The Americans have stolen God's precious jewels. What do you mean his precious jewels? In quotations, the soldier asked. Hitler said, America has stolen the Jews, the jewels of God, his jewelry. The Negroes in capital red letters. They are the true Hebrews in capital red letters. What a foolish move and a direct challenge to God. And they plan on moving these false white Jews in into a state of Israel because of white because the white Jews know that Negroes are the real children of Israel. And to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. And then in red letters at the bottom, it says believed to be said by Adolf Hitler. They spelled Hitler. Uh, they spelled Adolf 
wrong. They got Hitler right in a secret document before his death in an undisclosed. Like, that's that, that, that's that, a crazy that, sentence. That, that, that bottom a, sentence. That, you have to be crazy to believe that, that, just that, that sentence. bottom sentence alone. <laughs> believed uh, to be said by Adolf with a PH, not an F, Hitler in a secret document. Okay, before his death in an undisclosed location. Um, where yeah, there, there's just, art, I think like, I, there's yeah, hateful I, rhetoric right in there, Hudson. It's it's right, yeah, right, well, right I mean, there for you to plainly uh, see in text. Right. I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna gonna say right off the bat, I'm gonna soapbox uh, for a second. Um, a little little inside baseball. I'm not formally trained in podcast hosting. Um, I actually went to school uh, and and studied this. This was this was one of my fields of study, like anti-Semitic disinformation specifically. So I have a little bit of a, a background. Um, uh, on this in particular, um, first off, if you're if you're quoting uh, Hitler positively as a source in a documentary, it's anti-Semitic. You don't have to. There's no more discussion um, that needs to be had Even about if you're that. Making it up and claiming that it's right. Well, in an unlike right. it does. It's, it's nothing it's, good. It, comes yeah, no. And I, I posted. I said as much and, and, and a lot of other things um, on Twitter in the direct aftermath about that. And I was I, I, I was I was fairly attacked uh, in my in my Twitter comments with people trying to to make uh, accusations of me uh, being racist, somehow supporting uh, Joe Tsai's uh, assisting role in the genocide of Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang, um, like a whole bunch of other things. Um, but at the end of the day, the content of this video is anti-Semitic. Right. So if if Hitler, Henry Ford and, you know, other anti-Semitic documents are being like act like put in this as a source, then it's anti-Semitic, and it's also uh, a lot of people don't talk about this, but it's it's also particularly homophobic. Uh, the document is, um, and, and it's all bad. Kyrie's press conference was a disgrace. Um, he had a chance to make things a little better, like Robin said, but he completely refused to. Um, he doubled down on his promotion of the documentary. Actually, he said, and this is a quote: uh, "History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody." That's the end of the quote. And obviously saying that the film is somehow history is an endorsement of its validity and further anti-Semitism. So that's, you know, even worse, uh, continuing to be bad. Um, is another note, um, Nick Friedell in questioning him, I think did a phenomenal job. Um, generally, there's there's been a lot of issues with the way uh, reporters, I think, interact with NBA players. I think there's been a lot of way where people who claim to be reporters um, may just be TV pundits, but he did a phenomenal job. And I saw... So many uh, threats on his personal safety that Kyrie also has to atone for his actions, uh, throwing him on blast in the uh, in the doc, in the in the press conference like that um, when he was pressed on those things. Um, that's also something that's that's on Kyrie's hands. And I, I think Kyrie should be out of the team. I think he should be out of the team. He should be out of the NBA if at minimum, unless at minimum, he completely renounces his support of the documentary and issues an apology. And then does specific things. And that's the last thing I'll say. He's got to do specific like monetary and physical actions, whether it's like donating to anti-discrimination Cherokees or educating himself on the matter. Um, I don't care, honestly, about the basketball implications of this. He's played actually phenomenally this year, but that doesn't matter. Um, the Nets suck anyways. So that's kind of the end of it. He's exhausting. He's exhausting. And, you know, it, it, it's if it's not this thing, it's another. Um, I, I think there's a part of him that wants to be a – provocateur uh if you will a little bit and and you know katie you're right doesn't deserve to be lumped in with him but he could do a better job standing on his own he could do it you know he's supposed it, to be the team leader yeah he's supposed to be the team the other guys they always have to answer questions about Kyrie, and, and as great as Kyrie is as a player 
it, it seems to be a pattern when he leaves places, they kind of do better. Um, and, and, and that would be the, the hope I think for, for he's Brooklyn. a huge distraction and, uh, and not bearing the lead. I still want to fill in listeners or YouTube watchers that might not have as much context or information as we have that are coming to talking nets for some of this information i wouldn't do this episode if i didn't have the information i tried to honestly avoid this i really did like friday night i was live on air at wfan when joe size tweet came out saying i'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us. And as a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. I sent that. I might have sent that to you guys in the chat, but I think I sent that out on Talking Nets Twitter. Here we go. Like, this is the start. And me saying, here we go. This is the start of the nonsense in this season. This is the start of... Maybe uh, I, I knew once an owner comes out there to do that, I thought maybe there might be NBA action. So um, the next thing I actually saw was Ennis Cantor Freedom, who took the opportunity to hit Twitter and say, I applaud you for con condemning Kyrie Irving after multiple anti-Semitic incidents. It's time to condemn yourself for supporting the millions of Muslims being slaughtered in China. You literally contribute to genocide, you freaking hypocrite, tags Joe Tsai. And says you're far worse than Kyrie. I I'm not stepping too deep into that. Not, not even going to wade into that. That's I'm what, providing. It's, it's, it's whataboutism. That's I'm called whataboutism. It it's exactly whataboutism. It's whataboutism, what about, yeah. right? which is what people tend to do when they don't want to talk, talk about the subject at hand. They point and say, "Look over there." Now, if someone is educated in that and wants to have a real discussion on that, that's fine too. No one's saying you can't say that. And you could even make the argument that Joe Sy shouldn't have tweeted that when he did without talking to Kyrie, without coming on a unified front and everything. But all that goes out the window after what Kyrie said. And, it's, and again, it's all on Kyrie. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Kyrie should have never used his platform, which me being a social media guy, working in corporate social media, using social media to build my own name. I don't want to hear anyone say that they're not promoting something that they choose to link on their platform. No. It's, if, it's you're, if, if your argument is retweets does not equal endorsements, you're the dumbest person on the I'd planet. I'd be fired. Like, I'd be fired. Like, You'd be fired, right. Keith. We don't. We wouldn't, and that's we'd why I'm just like, we wouldn't have it, jobs. It, it, like, it does not. That's not. That's not reality, right? There is no real world where you can, um, where you can um, say that I'm not promoting it, or say that like, you can't deflect. Once you're wearing it, once you put something on your channels, you're wearing it. So the NBA had to make a statement. But read the statement. The NBA today issued the following statement. Hate speech of any kind is unacceptable and runs counter to the NBA's values of equality, inclusion, and respect. We believe we all have a role to play in ensuring such words or ideas, including anti-Semitic ones, are challenged and refuted. And we will continue working with all members of the NBA community to ensure that everyone understands the impact of their words and actions. That was obviously for Kyrie but did not say Kyrie's name, but you got to understand right now, right? I, I, I said I was trying to stay away from this because of Kanye. What we all saw last week was Kanye being dragged, Kanye getting his ass kicked by everyone that could possibly put a foot on his ass, and I was trying to stay away from it because it didn't look good. Kyrie decided to put a post out endorsing, and I don't care if he says he's not promoting it or endorsing it, in that climate, right? In, in where we were last week with Kanye West 
and we saw the reaction that he got from words that he said, which I still don't know exactly what he said. I don't know what platform he said it on. I tried to stay away from it. Kyrie chose to use his social media platforms to post a link to this information, which is anti-Semitic. It's, it's disinformation. And that's why we are now in this position where the NBA had to speak on it. And Nets podcasts are forced to speak on it. And I'm speaking about Kanye because right after that, Kyrie does try to clear his name. He says, I'm an omnist. And I meant no disrespect to anyone's relief, anyone's religious beliefs. The anti-Semitic label that is being pushed on me is not justified and does not reflect the reality or truth I live in every day. I embrace and want to learn from all walks of life and religions. And then like the next tweet after that was for his mom. Thank you for naming me Kyrie. I am grateful you hid me from the world long enough until I was ready to overstand who I am. My roots and my ancestors led me back to Africa, and I am damn proud to overstand all of the knowledge that was left behind for application. So to me, right, this this makes me believe, and I think Kyrie also said something along the lines like he found this when like looking up his name and his history and his ancestors and all this stuff. This leads me to believe the fact that those are his tweets, right? He's saying, I'm not anti-Semitic, but, you know, my mom raised me a certain way. She named me this. I'm, I'm grateful that she hid me from the world. And he talks a lot about how our world is and, and, and him just existing in our world. And I think he kind of threw it on the fact that, like, he was trying to do his own research on his own origin. And this came up. He wasn't promoting it, but this is something. Then why that he did he found. post Alex Jones too? You know, He's like why, why, why did he post like, Alex? I'm tired of this. Defending in the, the the because here here's the thing, there is an, an aspect of this, and and I've talked to people in the comment section where, you know, I, I understand there is like a a pro black aspect to some of of the uh, lineage of history that people are talking about, separated from this this film, right? And I don't begrudge anyone for being pro black. I, obviously, right? Like everyone should be proud of who they are, what they are, what they represent. And, and I would never in a million years ever want to treat anyone differently than another person or, or hold the standard for, for one group of people that I, that I don't hold for another group of people. So pro-blackness is, is a fine message to put out there. But that's not the message that is being put out there. The message is the hateful anti-Semitic stuff. And when you look at what the NBA put out, the statement, you said they had to address it, right? The NBA addressed it because they were vague, just like the Brooklyn Nets were vague. They were hoping that Kyrie would come out and, and put the fire out. And instead, he doubled down. Instead, he doubled down. And that's why he's got to go. That's why w- wherever this guy is, he creates this firestorm around him. It, this is not about any of the issues people are talking about. This is a, a Kyrie-centric issue again. Again, and, and and it's just like I said, it's exhausting. I it can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, it really doesn't have any place in anything. Like, like I just there's there's no way to defend it, and I'm not trying to defend it, but I am trying to present different sides of things that are floating around out there. Uh, I'm black. I can speak to the whole anti-black or not anti-black, anti-Semitic but pro-black approach, right? No matter no matter what you might think or read or know about the history you know it you you're not you're not supposed to be building anyone up and tearing anyone down at the same time you're not supposed to be hurting people like i'm someone that grew up going to bar mitzvahs bat mitzvahs 
I worked at a Jewish camp for three summers. Like I'm, I'm, I've got a bunch of Jewish friends, right? But I am pro pro black. I just think you can be pro black without being anti-Semitic. They're not mutually exclusive and, in and, any way. Exactly. And so if you don't come out and clarify that, if you don't come out and speak on that, the pro black part of it is is buried in what's so loud and what's so right in front of our eyes when you click on Hebrews to Negroes and you just see these little bit of clips. So, um, and I also am talking about the proximity from the Kanye West shit. I don't even know what Kanye said still, but the fact that you chose to put this link out the same week that Kyra, uh, Kanye is being dragged for being anti-Semitic and you're seeing the, you're seeing what's happened to him, right? And there's this is what has come out of black circles. How come... There's so much reaction for Kanye West being anti-Semitic. But when he said slavery was a choice, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that again doesn't fit here because the black community wondering why there wasn't action taken against Kanye West and the Jewish community took immediate action against Kanye. That's two different things, right? You can't now in retrospect say, oh, we should have. I stopped rocking with Kanye as soon as I saw him in the oval office with trump in the maga hat i'm like this dude has lost it i don't know what's going on with him but the fact that kyrie irving who has been given a another chance another opportunity here in brooklyn after last year the fact that he doesn't care about that like he he's showing you that he does not care about the nba he does not care about his teammates he does not care about public perception his agendas are first and foremost even if they're not all the way thought out and that's scary because i sent you guys this I'm like, okay, Stephen A just posted, or uh, Kanye West just posted Stephen A, and it's, I don't know, his quote says, it's actually some real ones still alive that ain't afraid no more. I'm with you. Time to build our own so the red media can never control or diminish us again. Okay, but then as soon as he put Kyrie on there, I sent this, I sent this to you guys in the chat, like, where are we going with this? Nowhere good. There's no coming back from this. No, it's if, bad. If, if you're getting co-signed by October 2022 Kanye you're like it's it's so far gone the Nets have given him so many chances and genuinely I supported them giving him those chances because for a long time the basketball outweighed it you know but at, at this point it, it's 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 just all over it's all over and I want to address Keith I don't know if you want to throw it up or not uh, there's a, co a comment from 419 uh, from someone named Ava with a Shrek avatar that said quote I get it. It's reprehensible stuff, but this is a slippery slope. He posted a link. If that, if this is the bar here, this world is such a hellscape, though. We've all done stupid shit in our lives, so no coming back. I think that's the the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard uh, in my entire life. If you're if you're Kyrie Irving with millions of Twitter followers, posting a link is not like you or I posting a link, right? Where which no would one's still be bad. It, which I can't Kyrie say just. That. Kyrie just boosted is 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 the common term for it. The the visibility of a document that is completely anti-Semitic. I was on YouTube last night trying to do research on this, and the same account, the same people that made this documentary, put up a YouTube video that said Kyrie Irving was right, and that got well, last when I looked last night seventy million or seventy thousand views already. That's seventy thousand views that are being garnered by Kyrie's usage and boosting of this documentary. It's he he should lose his career for what are not misguided beliefs. What are dangerous ones? What what are beliefs that cause harm? It's 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 ridiculous to me that there is any sort of a conversation that can be had about this. And I think the NBA and the Nets, uh, honestly, by letting him play tonight, have not done enough. 
They have not done enough, and it's only going to get worse. And I and I said this in the in the intro. We're going to hear from Kyrie tonight. He's going to get interviewed. People are going to ask him questions unless he completely doesn't go to media time after the game. Well, and, um, and not it's to get worse. Off, let's 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 play the Nick Friedel post game questioning. Idea, Thank before you. we get too much further, because I feel like there's still people that don't understand all of it around it. Let's play that, and then we'll come back. Your promotion. Why did you decide to promote? Something that Alex Jones said. That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook, or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma, or parents that had to relive trauma, or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaign, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post, and it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to, chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it, I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? People are going to say that you are promoting. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions? And they're me? gonna say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is gonna be a clip. Beliefs. This is gonna be a clip that he's gonna marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this, this is another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie, basketball related. Okay, so um, to me, this became more Kyrie versus Nick Friedel, especially the way that he ended it. Let's make another Instagram clip so we can be famous again. And we all know Nick Friedel from covering the Nets in the last couple of years. I think before he was here was Malika Andrews from ESPN. And then when they moved to him in the last two years, his line of questioning a lot of times is not basketball related. And he seems to be able to get under Kyrie's skin, which you could tell he got under Kyrie's skin. Um because Kyrie kind of broke character at first. It was kind of like monotone. And then he went into this, okay, are we doing this for Instagram? Now I don't think Nick Friedel is doing any of this for his own popularity or Instagram. He's a reporter. This is his job to get answers as he's writing an article about Kyrie. Now I'll, I'll let Robin speak on that. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, let's be frank. No one gave a damn about the basketball game. You know, the the nets are are struggling. They're a mess. Um, Nets didn't clearly. No one cared uh, about that game. And Kyrie's right about one thing. He's right about one thing. We are in a society now where a moment can live forever. And that moment you just watched was Kyrie Irving burying himself. That's the moment you watch. For all the rambling nonsense that Kanye said, all the rambling nonsense, there's a chance he still has his Adidas deal today if he doesn't get behind a camera and say, I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas won't drop me. Once he said that, I knew it was over with. And once Kyrie said what he said in that condescending fashion in this press conference, 
I knew it was over with. Because I do genuinely believe, because the initial act, while promoting vile hate, was only a link, he had a chance to clean it up. And instead, he did the complete opposite of that. And I'm not someone who believes in canceling people, right? I believe in retribution. I believe in second chances. I believe in freedom of expression and opinion. I believe in not censoring things. But I also understand that with someone with Kyrie's visibility and someone with Kyrie's reach doubling down on that hate speech is harmful and it hurts people. And people have to understand, like, it hurts people, you know, and everyone should be together on that. When you're talking about, like, black people and Jewish people are two people who have suffered the greatest atrocities really in the, the history of the world. And you would just think as any empathetic human, you would understand that, that this is, is not cool, not okay. So no one's saying Kyrie should lose his career for posting a link. People are saying Kyrie posting the link, then not denouncing it after it was brought to his attention what was in the link is making him toxic for the Nets, where, where he already was. Again, there would be something else. So if the Nets don't sign him or, or you know, uh, cut him or whatever they do, after not giving him a contract in the offseason, you think the Lakers are sitting there going, oh, we want a part of this right now? Nobody wants a part of it. So Kyrie would be doing this to himself. I don't, I don't want to hear about anybody else, the media, uh, fans, whoever. Kyrie, this is a self-inflicted wound. He created it. No one, no one made him post anything to his social media. But the thing about posting it is explaining it and apologizing for it if you offended people, which he did. He chose not to apologize. Nick Friedel gave us the update um, last night at 9 o'clock. Kyrie has deleted his tweet. That included a link to the movie Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. Now, I don't know who told Nick to be on watch for that, but I think we needed to see that because I think many people felt like, oh, Kyrie's taking a stance. Oh, he's standing on this. He's not apologizing. And why not remove the tweet? When he removed the tweet, to me, it just shows a little bit of a change in thought. And I think he'll be expected to speak on that tonight after the game. Uh, like I, like I said, none of it, no good comes from this. I don't like talking about any of this. It's divisive. I got into this to talk about the nets and basketball. The nets are trash right now, but it is what it is. Bomani Jones said nets might as well start burning it down today. Wave Kyrie trade Durant and go from there. There is zero cause for optimism. And it's not like this experiment is making them money. It's a wrap. And like, I honestly know everything is rooted in money and business there has been great attendance at Barclays Center for these first few games. The fans are there. The fans even cheered in the beginning of that game. I read Alex Shifter's article, and if you if you look at it, it's like the Nets were out-rebounded by 19, drawing boos in the second half of their lack of effort on the boards. Like, the fans were there. The fans were with you. The fans even showed up and cheered Kyrie, despite the nonsense hovering over him and the team. But they went out there and they took an L to the Pacers. I guess we could speak briefly about that. Um, It was domination, and it was a domination from start to finish. And you could tell, right, these guys coming off a back-to-back, not having Miles Turner, uh, I think they were a little bit shorthanded. They weren't making any excuses. 
they came to play. The Nets lose 125 to 116 to the Pacers on their home floor. Brand new floor, brand new jerseys. Those look good. But again, here we are taking L's in these new jerseys, and that's not fun. Uh, we'll close with any thoughts that you guys have on that Pacers L. It was just embarrassing. And and I don't care what anyone says about, uh, like, even Kevin Durant. No, nah, it wasn't a distraction to anyone in the locker room or, you know, it was only for y'all outside. Yes, it is. It's a distraction. It is It is a here-we-go-again feeling for ne- the, the Brooklyn Nets and Nets fans. And then when you go out there on the court and you don't respect your opponents and a team like that shoots the lights out, I don't even care to pull up the box score because we all saw it. They, they dominated the Nets, and the Nets didn't have enough to hold them off. And now they're 1-5. and five. They have a serious problem with Kyrie that's not going to go away for some time. We thought we were past the vaccine stuff. Anti-vax goes to anti-Semitism. And uh, here we are with this team. How you guys feel? Simultaneously, the most dramatic and the weakest team in the NBA. I, I don't necessarily disagree with what Bomani said. It might be time to just burn it down. Um, you know, that something is is broken to the core of this squad. And I've said what I had to say about Kyrie. KD, to me, is having a lot of um, empty calorie performances right now. I don't feel inspired by his play. I don't feel inspired by anyone's play. And Keith, you, you said something in the group chat that I think was illuminating because the, the uniforms feel like the best thing about the Nets. You know, really by a lot. By a lot. And, and you said you don't feel like there's anyone on this team whose jersey you would be comfortable rocking. Doesn't that say it all? I mean, not to me, one. That, 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 no, absolutely not. to me, that says it all. Like, it's just, it's a difficult team to, to root for. It's a difficult team to believe in. And uh, after what happened with Kyrie, it's, it's just beyond what it was as a product on the court. It's a, an utter disappointment. Yeah. And I think one thing that's always made me enjoy talking about the Nets on this podcast is that at the very least, when the Nets had problems and when the Nets were struggling, there, there were paths to solutions, right? And, you know, now there are times that I see, and I think I might be having some issues with my mic. There we go. Um, yes, there are problems with the Nets defense. There are problems with our rebounding. I mean, the amount of second chance points that the Pacers missed Ridiculous. Uh, Jalen Smith, who's a player I love, you know, Maryland guy, I think shot something like three of 14 from inside the paint with like 14 rebounds. They they missed more, you know, second chance points and the Nets had a chance to score. It's it, it's it's pathetic, but it doesn't feel fixable. The Nets feel completely corrupted. They feel like a team without a heart, without a, a soul, without leadership. I, I, yes, I, I think Nash is not the coach for the team. Yes, I think he should probably be gone. But it, it goes beyond that. I, I'm uninspired by Kevin Durant. I don't even want to talk about Kyrie anymore because it makes me so visibly upset. I, like, we don't have any depth scoring. It's, 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 it's sad. And it's sad to think that we came from, honestly, I think being one of the, the, the NBA's most likable teams. And I know you guys all remember this. I know you guys all remember the team led by D'Lo and Spencer Dinwiddie. And when Joe Harris was you know, younger and winning the three-point contest, how long ago does that feel? How long ago does it feel like the Nets were a team that had a bright future and a young core and that was something to really, truly be 
excited about and liked by everybody. And I don't mind being a hated team if it's because we're good. But now we're a hated team for all the wrong reasons. And what's worse, we're a boring team. We're, I'm going to watch the Nets game tonight, but I'm more interested in seeing what happens in the post game. I don't expect to, the Nets to win this game. I don't expect anything good to come of it. And uh, I feel just completely demoralized. Now, on top of that, uh, Nets say Ben Simmons has been downgraded to questionable tonight due to left knee soreness. And Seth Curry, who had a rough debut, uh, is out with a left ankle injury he's managing. So, I don't know. Markeith Morris is back. We'll see what the rotations look like. Cam Thomas isn't happy about not playing. And if you're a Nets fan, uh, all I can tell you is hope for better days. Like Hudson was referencing the era that came before this era. We thought we had something with that. And uh, if you've listened to me talk about the Nets, they went the superstar route. They sold for superstars. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. And uh, that can be a double-edged sword. It, it could help you win momentarily, but you might be worse off for it. I look at a team like the Cavaliers and what they're doing right now, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, must be fun to be a Cavs fan. <laughs> like, they had to struggle a little bit, but now look what you got. You got Karis LeVert dropping 41. You got Donovan Mitchell. He's good for 30 every game. You got Evan Mobley. You know, that we're about to turn this into talking Cavs. <laughs> like, they be got a way Allen. more fun time. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. Nets fans, keep your head up. Uh, hopefully something happens. But what I would tell you is going to happen is more bad than good. I don't think Kyrie is going to apologize. I don't think Kyrie is an apologetic type just in the way that he delivers his messages online and in front of a microphone. I don't think he feels like he's done anything wrong. And uh, it's unfortunate the timing of all of this. It's also, you know, one of the Nets worst starts uh, tonight. They'll face the Pacers and then they have a game Tuesday against the Bulls. So it's a back to back tonight, tomorrow, Pacers, Bulls. Then they go down to D.C. to face the Wizards. And then Saturday, they face the Charlotte Hornets. And then the Mavs again. And then not before long, Wednesday, November 9th, those New York Knicks fans will get to come to Brooklyn. And they are super excited at the Nets' demise. They were in the summer when they thought it was all over. Uh, that should be some fun stuff to talk about. We'll come back and hopefully talk about more basketball, right? The only thing that can change this is the Nets controlling what they can control on the court. If they can't, fire everybody. Fire Steve Nash. Uh, I don't care what they do with the roster at this point because it's not a winning roster. Uh, and kind of makes me think KD was on to something this summer when he was asking for Sean Marks and Steve Nash to go. Like, But he can step up too, right? Like, I mean, he's in the prime of his career, uh, and, and that's another yeah, reason. Yeah, he turns the ball over too much for yeah. me. He misses a lot of shots as well. He's not – He's not a, a, a beyond reproach. They all suck. There's not anything good to report right now around the, the Brooklyn Nets. And Kyrie just added this outside stuff, which makes it all bad. I think it's Monday, right? Like that's Raw's on. Seth Rollins' theme music starts with "Burn it down." That's kind of <laughs> how, how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's all we've got, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for jumping in the chat. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Talking Nets is back. Uh, I want better positive episodes. You know, we didn't come together to start this, to do this, but it's kind of what you get. You know, it's kind of what you sign up for with this team right now, with Kyrie right now. Um, I don't think any of us really uh, took a side to defend Kyrie. 
I'm not defending anything, honestly. I just think it all sucks. I've tried to stay away from it. I've got to talk about it here. I've got to talk about it on the radio. And uh, I just wish it could have been avoided. And it could have been avoided by Kyrie just standing down uh, after Kanye got all that smoke. Um, it kind of makes me feel like Kyrie wanted to be lumped in. Like he might have had Kanye's back. There's no other reason to go this route. And now look at the mess it made over the weekend. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a suspension coming from him. Uh, I think he'll be around. Um, I think they're going to talk. But it's like, damn, dude, like, I, I, again. See, if it keeps going this way, Keith, though, w- without him addressing it or apologizing it, I, I think it's going to snowball. I, I don't think they're going to have a choice to keep him on the team as long as yeah. he doesn't rebuke so, I think, it. I think, I think the I think the end, not to get into our close here, but I think the NBA gave Kyrie a chance. I think they gave him a chance to repudiate it, and he's not taking it. And if the NBA is, you know, isn't nice twice in a row. So this is the last thing I'll leave you with. We saw Kanye lose brand deals, partnerships. It was like, it was a meme by the end of the week. Like, oh, Kanye is separating from himself. You know, basically like Kanye Kanye is on an island by himself. And like, we don't want to see that happen with the Nets and with Kyrie. Uh, Brooklyn has a lot of Jewish people um, in the community, in the fan base, some that I know personally. Uh, Kyrie, I don't know if he'll come out and apologize for this tonight. But I think the damage has been done, right? All they got to do now is go out and win games and try and move forward. Uh, Something else will will hit the news cycle. But I fear that with Kyrie, there's so many people that already had it out for him. He just gave them more fuel. And like, I'm not, I'm not one, I'm not one to stand here and defend him. Like you make your own bed. You're a grown man. You have your platform. You chose to do with it what you did. Now you got to explain why. And if you don't explain why, don't be surprised if other people are coming for you, right? We saw, uh, a ton of people outside Barclays Center opening night last year. Uh, some people mostly there to, you know, they were there for themselves, but they posed as anti-vax uh, people that were, you know, fighting for Kyrie to be able to play. You know, what if it starts up that people are showing up and they are rooting for him not to play, for him to be removed from from what he posted? Um, more and more people have now seen this video or this movie, you know, like, uh, people aren't mad at Amazon. They're actually sending uh, $12 to Amazon to watch this. And, you know, from what I understand, I'm not watching it because I don't need to. There's enough people that have uncovered what's in the document. If Kyrie doesn't come out and speak on it, it's never going to go away. It'll stay with him. And at this point, man, I just wish that the Brooklyn Nets would focus on hoops and not have so much drama. But but that's Kyrie's fault. I mean, there's, yeah. no, one, there's no one to blame. Okay? Yeah. That's my last sentence. There is no one to blame for on this Kyrie. but Kyrie Irving. He didn't have to do it. He, No one told him to do it. He did it on his own. So here we are covering the Nets, and we've got to uh, deal with this uh, ongoing Kyrie saga. But that's all we've got, folks. Uh, the podcast is back. We'll be back now. I guess there's a back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. Maybe we'll plan to record sometime, uh, I don't know, later in the week, Thursday or maybe Friday before that Wizards game hits. We'll have two more games to talk about and probably an update on this whole situation, which I hope – uh, doesn't get worse, but you never know with Kyrie. Kyrie could say something in the post game tonight that just adds a whole nother gas can to this thing. And uh, yeah, not exactly what we signed up for, Neds fans, but part of it. So uh, subscribe to the pod, subscribe to the YouTube, send this link to someone else that might want to learn more about this whole Kyrie Hebrews to Negroes thing. But um, yeah, none of us support it. None of us are with it. It sucks that we have to deal with it, but here we are trying to move forward. That's all we've got. Thanks for watching. Let's go Nets.
Let's go Nets. Brooklyn.